<laughs> big day. Yeah, big Thursday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca and Jared Truby in Santa Cruz, California, just doing our thing, drinking some coffee. The Cat- answer. The answer. The, the Cat answer. and Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Califia Farms. They make the best coconut milk, almond milk, all those milks that don't have dairy in them. You want them? They got them. Hell yes, they do, and they also have the finest cold brew beverages that are ready to drink. So jump into the store and grab one. Okay. And if you want to know more about what we think of traditional cold brews, you can listen to our last episode where we go on a full-on cold brew rant. But yeah. we got these Calafia stuff in cans and bottles. It's like a bottle can. Yeah, what is it? A, it's uh, a whole different world is what it is. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. It's not your traditional cold brew. It's tasty. And if you want to check out some other things, Jared's been making some recipes with some of the Calafia products. I sure have. So check the gram for some photos of some sweet treats you can make at home. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. So today we got a kind of a fun episode. We we had a question a while back about motivation and time management and just handling all of life's wants and needs uh, through this build out and just kind of in general. And so we kind of figured we'd talk to you guys a little bit about what we do to keep ourselves motivated, focused, and on task throughout the week. So, uh, you know, so what do we do now? <laughs> Let's just start with the beginning of our day of our days because we talked about that a little bit, but let's recap that and then just go from there. And Actually, we'll... let me prerequisite this whole okay. thing. In order for you to even begin to do a good job with this, you first of all have to be motivated and want to try and you have to be willing to have a plan and make a plan. So let's just start there and then let's dive into our day because at the end of the day, we can give you all this stuff and at the at the bottom line, if you're not the kind of person who wants to make yourself have a schedule or live by a schedule, you're not even going to have a chance. Yep, I totally agree. And we'll get into this a little bit later. But yep. a lot of people think scheduling and they think, oh, no, it's, it's you know. I go I, with the flow. I go with the flow. But for me, scheduling means freedom. So we'll double back on that. Yep. But right now. Just day, had to start it off there. Yeah. So get, get, your, get your brain drain Self-assess on. Self-assess yourself and get ready for the truth. The truth. It's the truth. But we're drinking the answer. We're drinking the answer. Truth comes later. (laughs) We have to wait for the cafe for that one. So what do you do in the morning, Chris? So my mornings are pretty standard. So I get up and the first thing I do is drink water. Me too. Two glasses. Every time, like every once in a while I forget and I totally notice it later in the day because I'm just like, dude, I feel so weird. I'm like, I didn't drink my water this morning. So I'll actually, I'm looking at my Brita thing right now. I'll pour out a glass before I go to bed. Oh, it's ready for you. So it's ready. So when I get up, I just pound that thing, and that's just setting it off proper. After that, I I talked about this before, I'll get into some journaling and planning. So I open my notebook. It's a little blue notebook that I have. And the only this is the only thing that goes into that notebook. I have a bunch of notebooks and they're all dedicated. They have like Different a purpose. Things. Yeah, I got like my workout notebook, my this notebook. So this notebook, I'll open it up. And I do some quick little journaling. So the first thing I write down is anywhere from like three to 10 things that I'm thankful for. And when I first heard about this, I was like, this is the dumbest, corniest crap that ever could be. Like, what is the deal with that? But I started doing it and I started just having like a greater appreciation for just like life in general. There's so many good things that a lot of us have that we always not always but that we can often take for granted i know at least for me oh yeah and it doesn't have to be like mind-blowing things you know it could be um it could be just something as simple as the people that you're around that lift you up every day so like 
you and sun in the sky sun in the sky yeah not to be like corny but like you and charles are on there a lot because let's be real you could have a lot worse business partners and you could be in business with some weird people so to to be around people who you know think the same way as you do and want to accomplish the same goals that's like a big win because not a lot of people have that so i'll just write three to five things that i'm thankful for Mm -hmm. and then i have two different sections on that and that is short-term goals right which also functions as like a things that I'm going to do today list. Okay. And then long-term goals, which are things that might take me a week or more. Right. So the short term is kind of like the day plan, which is like, these are the things that I need to accomplish today. Uh huh. So that when I get to the end of the day, I feel like I won, like I got it done. Like I didn't just like cruise through life and don't have anything to show for it. Which is where you spoke of that freedom. Cause it leaves you the freedom at the end of the day to just be like, I can do whatever I want now. Right. For me, if I don't have a plan and I get up in the morning and just do like live it on the fly, like totally on a whim, it might be a little bit fun in the moment, but honestly, by the end of the day, I actually feel really drained and I feel like I don't even know what my freaking purpose of existence is. Because there's so much to do all I'm like, what did I even accomplish today? And yeah. I'm driven by like getting things done. And I'm driven by looking back. And I enjoy the process too, but I love just checking stuff off the box. Well, you're driven by, I mean, time is a major importance, right? For there's sure. There's only so much time. There's so only so much time. Wasting it's not cool. Yeah. And if I'm just like dilly-dallying around, it just doesn't feel good. Especially, yeah. and it, for me, it's cumulative too. So right. if I have like three days in a row where I don't plan anything... I'll feel like absolute crap. Mm-hmm. So the that's the short term. Yeah. And then the long term goals are things that I just can't accomplish that day. So maybe it's like a longer video or maybe it's just like a really big far reaching goal. Right. Like a big project on, down the line. Right. And the thing that I noticed is what I used to do is I'd be like, oh, I want and it could be like a. It can even be something tangible. I was talking to Tanner about this, actually. It could be like, let's say I want to get a new car, which seems like a weird goal. Let's say like, okay, I want a new car. I can't do anything about that today. Nope. So I'll put it on the list and it's in the back of my mind. And then everything that I need to do can kind of backfeed that goal. So it's like, what can I do today to make sure that I can get a new car? And a lot of that stuff for me, if I'm looking for something that I physically need to buy, it's really kicking ass with the business that yeah. we're building, like making sure I can do everything to set cat and cloud straight mm-hmm. so that that will be able to provide that revenue stream Big time. where I can get a new car. Or if it's a video project that I want to do and it's say it's so overwhelming and it's like this big thing, it's going to take months. It's like, okay, maybe I film two things yep. or maybe I just carve out 15 minutes to write down some ideas like storyboard, storyboard. or whatever. And you do that enough times, and then you know, three months down the line, you got a big chunk of that project bitten off. You got a feature film. You got a feature film coming to you live. With slash not at all. Chris Burke. <laughs> um, so that's the beginning of my day. Yeah. So things I'm thankful for: short-term goals, long-term goals. Yeah. So mine is similar. Uh, I have I have these two daughters that are there, so that there's my day can consist of two different methods. One is I just get up and leave. But what often is I've gotten in this habit of doing is I get up with the girls. I set them down. I get them some Mickey Mouse and their fish vitamins. Fish vitamins. Yep. And while I'm getting those fish vitamins, I start the coffee. And of course, like I said with Chris, I walk into that kitchen. I pound two glasses of water, get them their fishy vitamins, and then start that coffee. And while that coffee is brewing, I grab my little journal. I read a Bible in the morning, and then I put it at the table. And... As soon as that coffee's done, I sit at the table. Five things I'm I'm thankful for in that journal. And then 
Um, what I do is I write in terms of kind of generalized things that are going on in my mind to kind of get them out of there. I often wake up in the morning. The way my brain works is it, it just spins a lot. So I kind of collect my thoughts and, and get them on paper. I'm like, what's going on in my head? Uh, what ha- What is feeling like it's distracting me from like the big purpose? And then through that journaling, and it's like it's I don't on my little notebook, it's like a half a page. I definitely put down long-term goals there. Mm-hmm. Um, with the short-term goals, I actually use an app or two in my phone, which I don't know if you talk about apps. We'll what talk do you about use? those. So yeah, there's two apps. <clears throat> there's two apps that I use and I use them for different things. And I would really highly recommend Swipes is like a standard all day. It's like a to-do list and it's really simple. It's really easy to use. You make that list. You can associate if it's work or for home or you can separate those goals. And then all, all you do is when you get them done, you swipe to the right to get them and it's, and it's accomplished. You swipe to the left to delay them and you can reschedule them and make your phone set alarms if you fail. So I'll do my long-term goals there and then I'll be like, okay, what do I need to do today? And I'll put it in my swipes app because I know I'm carrying my phone with me everywhere and I'm just a little more digital heavy. Um, so, there's, so there's that. And that one for me is as simple as things like I put, I want to do a hundred pushups today. So I'm going to put 10 different sets of 10 on there. Push-ups. Oh, cause every time one comes up, you just knock out 10 and yeah. then you swipe that off and, and that's I swipe done. It off the list. Mm. And I do that for everything that I need to get done in the day. And then there's another app I use that you and I both have either used or talked about and it's momentum and that's for habits. So things like, uh, I'm working on cutting sugar. And so I have no sugar five days a week. And then I'm also like no social media for four days a week. And so I schedule that out on that, on that momentum app mm-hmm. and I pop it up and I go, okay, here's what I'm doing and not doing today. And you use it on your phone. Those right? two are on my phone. Yeah. So there's uh, you can use momentum on your phone and then I use momentum also. I use it on my desktop and it's a plugin for right. Chrome and what it does on the desktop is a little bit different, but it basically, when you open up a new tab, it takes away your most visited sites. So you see a screen that has like a pretty picture, like epic photos, right? You can't change them. They program them in. And then it's got a little weird quote at the bottom, but then it has a place for you in the middle to type in what your main goal is for the day. And then there's a little to-do list on the side. Nice. So you type that in every day. And then every time you open a new tab, that's your home screen. And the idea is that you open a new tab on the internet and it's like, boom, your to-do list is like staring you in the face Yep. instead of like you open a new tab and like, oh, Facebook is one of my most visited sites. Well, I'm just going to check. I see what's going on on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And then you freaking death wheel so hard from there. So, so hard. Phone or computer. Yeah. Check it out. And those are, those are really helpful. And ultimately, all I'm doing there is, you know, it's, it's getting your focus on the things that are meaningful for the day. So, I mean, even if it is I'm going to the gym at noon. You put that in there and you make sure you look at that stuff and you get your to-do list going. The other thing that I was doing is, is eliminating distraction. And what I've done is I've also taken my social media and lumped them all on my phone and put them as far to the right as possible. So it's like an unnecessary amount of swipes to get to them. Yep. And I'm really working on not going to those things because it is far too easy to be addicted to all technology, let alone social media. Well, you get that. It's a drug. It's stupid. And I'm not anti-social media in any way. I actually, Nor am I. I actually love social media. I just get angry at myself. And uh, me too. Because I I don't know. Like, I love images. Yeah. You know, so Instagram's my thing, and I like making videos. And back in the day, when we were kids, I always wanted to make videos, but it was, like, really hard. Uh, you know, I got, like, two VCRs plugged into each other trying to edit a video. Jeez. So now all this new technology makes it so easy, and I'm just like, 
bathing in this and i'm like yeah dude i'm just gonna be on it all the time but it's horrible yeah it's, hours go by it's like out that. of control so i've done that trick that you said which is a cool trick just like burying apps like way back in the phone right um what else did you do? You said you have a uh, four days a week. Or oh yeah, four I, off. Set, I set that, and that's in momentum, and it's it's social media, and I set myself four days a week, and they're they're staggered, and so if if I open up momentum and it's not one of the days that I can sign in for social media, then I yesterday I didn't look at it at all. Nice. It was hard. It was weird, but it actually it was less hard than I expected. But I thought about it more than I wanted to. It's funny because when I do days like that, I feel really disconnected at first, but then by the end of the day, I actually feel more connected with yeah. reality and the things that are probably the most important. I got far more done yesterday. Yeah, you can crush that. it. Yeah. So, and again, if y'all are thinking about integrating these things, just a note, these are things that work for us and yeah. Jared's stuff's a little different than mine. It's a little different than Charles's and that's all good. So it's not like you need to do these or you're an idiot. It's just... You know, find out things that can work for you if yeah. you think you even have this problem. Yeah, I'm not I trying mean, to call anybody out. Like this is just thing. There's been big gaps in my life that I know need this organizational structure. Yeah, I think that everybody could use more organization and time management in their life. And honestly, if uh, there's there's a book called Time Management Magic, Magic, magic. Time Management magic. magic, and it is definitely, definitely, majorly recommended. It's by a dude named Lee Cockrell. Easy read. And it is another way to just like think about getting your, your life organized. I mean, I have, I have a planner as well. Plan, planner's good. Planner's good. I mean, I'm just kind of getting serious about it. I've Again, I'm, I'm like restarting disciplines right now after like six months on the road, you know? So do you have an analog count planner? I have an analog. Yeah. An analog planner. And it's a, it's a yearly, you know, by month. Yeah. Actually, it's a monthly, but it's it's the full year, right? So I got every single day that I can write in something and pre-schedule things. And then, yeah, that second journal. Um, and then I need a third journal for just kind of like um, for ideas. You know, like I study, I have all these books I'm reading to try to practice whatever, culture growth training and all that stuff. And, and I have a lot of ideas, but I'm writing in the books right now. I need to transfer that over to notes. I use my computer there too, but you know. Yeah, I don't have an analog calendar, but I've been using Google Calendar a lot. Yeah. Um, on the social media stuff... I was doing things a little bit differently and I've played with a couple different things and I'm in flux right now. But the thing that worked the best for me was taking scripted times to look at social media. So I would do, okay, at 9 a.m. every morning is when I can post on Instagram. And I have like a 15 minute window to like go on there, post a photo, chat, have a conversation with whoever is on there, you know, comment on photos like photos, do the whole thing. Same thing with like, whether it's like Twitter or whatever. And then when that window's done, close Instagram and I don't look at it for the rest of the day until the next day at that slated like nine to nine fifteen right. window. And then, cause I was, I was like, man, I, I really want to look at photos every day, but I don't want to check my phone 300 times a day, yep. which is out of control. So I just like squeeze it into this window. Solid. So that, that worked pretty well for me. And then I have exceptions to the rule too, for sure. If there's new things that I'm trying to like play with. Right. So like Snapchat is kind of like a new thing that I'm playing with. So I use it more because right. that's kind of how the app works. You're just like capturing little moments. Um, but after, I don't know, probably a few months that'll probably taper off and I'll 
become more regular with well, that. Well, even so, that's that's one of them that unless you get sucked into looking at everybody's stuff, if you just post, all you do is you turn it on, you push the button, and you film your thing, and then you can shut it off and throw it away. Right. It's no different. Because I don't You're look at a ton of people's like feeds because yeah. of the way the feeds work. Yeah. It's just different. There's a few people that I look at their stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's obviously one that you could... It's almost like a weird exception to the rule, but you just have to be really good at disciplining yourself is all. Yeah. Um, what else? There's a couple other things. So... I mean, well, that's like a good start, right? So you got your coffee in you. you you've got your plan for the day. You've kind of done your your self-aware study and your like checklist. I mean, then it's, then it's about going out and getting it done. And everybody, you know, like how do you schedule out your day? You, you talked a little bit about, you know, from nine to whatever time you, mm-hmm. you do X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah, I do a couple other things like that too. So um, another time saver for me is email. I don't answer emails from my phone. Right. I I just don't email from my phone. And that's just because you're constantly hit with like a barrage of emails. So I have my notifications off. So I have, I'll do, and then we get a ton of emails. Just a, like, just a little <laughs> just bit. A few. So on that note, if someone's wrote into the contact form and we didn't hit you back right away, we saw your email and we're going to get to you. But just, it's like, we're, it's amazing. I yeah. can't believe how many emails we get. It's really awesome. But at the same time, it's really overwhelming. So I'll do one flight of emails generally in the morning. Yep. Answer all my emails. I'll take it down to basically like inbox zero. And then I'll do the same thing at the end of the day. Right. So I have two email chunks for the day. And then in between, I don't check it. And if something happens like in that window, it's fine. Right. It's like not an emergency. And if it is, someone will call me. Yeah. And like if the, you know, if cat and clouds on fire or something. Call I'm, me. I'm, yeah. Someone's going to call. Be like, hey, I noticed your building's on fire. So get back to me as soon as you can. Hey, Chris, the roof is on fire. The roof. The roof. <laughs> the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Yeah, we do. We need lots <laughs> yeah, of water. Yeah. Bring the water. Yeah, and the smoke, <laughs> smoke, what? Inhalation. Smoke fixer. <laughs> upper. Carbon monoxide detector. Auto what? Um, <laughs> and then some, some days... I actually will only do one flight of email. So if I work at the bake shop in the morning, right. I get up at like 5, 5.30, I will just go to work. Right. And not, I'm not going to check emails at 5.30. Yeah. So like when we do the pop-up, it's like, just, you get Yeah, you just that. go to the pop-up. Which kind of th- it makes that day you know, a little different for those of y'all who open two things. If you open all the time, I might just suggest that you plan to get up like 20, 30 minutes earlier to get this stuff in before work if you're consistent. But for those of us right now who only open like one, two, three days a week, um, maybe take the time before you even go home to jump into your your journaly situation right after work and like whatever, plan the rest of your day out. Yeah. Or just take a little like 10 minutes before you go to bed. Right. And you're like, okay, I'm I'm basically doing tomorrow's journaling right now. Yeah. And that's both of those, all those options. Either way. Yeah. Whatever works for you. As long as you get it done. Yeah. It's all about disciplining yourself to get things done because at the end of the day it's really really easy to just stare into the minutiae of the millions of different things (laughs) you have to do and automatically like and almost just paralyze yourself into doing nothing and just thinking a lot and then you're extra stressed i do that a lot or i used to do that a lot yeah if you don't do what we're talking about my brain's all (laughs) me too dude me analysis paralysis by analysis it's bad the other thing is um, sometimes, you know, after a long day of work or like those baristas who open, who get up at, at five and are not off somewhere around two, uh, that that part of the day between one and three is typically where people have this like energy meltdown and you got to find yourself something to do that re-gets your energy up. So Chris and I are pretty big advocates of 
working out in some motion. way. Shape. Yeah, motion is your secret to the ocean. What? Motion in the ocean. Yeah, what was that thing? Sitting is the new smoking. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. Well, I totally believe that. Yeah. That you the lethargy gets very real after after the morning and I mean even if you are doing things all morning and you're really you're really killing it. It's come come between like I said noon to 3 depending on who you are. It starts getting tiring. So I would say pl- try to plan yourself like if nothing else like a seven to ten minute walk outside at yeah. the least. Just get out and do something. And it's like you know, I mean, we both work out, but we're not like gym rats or anything. No. So it's not like yo, you gotta go power lift for like an hour and a half. Get your pump on or do nothing. Yeah, and exercise can just be fun too. So some days for me, my workout is just skateboarding. Right. And for you, it's like surfing. Yeah, I went surfing. I didn't go to the gym, but it's all good. So if you're, you know, maybe you ride your bike everywhere or maybe you want to start riding your bike everywhere or maybe you do yoga or whatever. And I will do something every day, no matter how tired I am and no matter how much I feel like I'm freaking going to die because I know that if I push through that and I do the workout, I'm going to feel better. Yeah, which kind of point blank period. It brings me to this. Some of your best best and most creative ideas will come right after or during a workout. And so you should always have something near you. Like, so I, I bring my phone to on my workouts and I listen to podcasts, which is also another motivational tool, but we can talk about that in a minute. Um, but I always have my phone on me to, to listen to music or podcasts while I'm working out with the exception of surfing, because I want to be able to log any sort of idea that I have, whether it's a, a voice memo or in my notes, because those things strike when your endorphins and your dopamine is ripping and ripping <laughs> rip dopamine. dopamine. <laughs> and I'm ripped off dopamine right now. Dog. <laughs> you like don't want to miss out on on your own creative genius by letting those those ideas go away because you might not think of them again and. You could have something special. So always have either, a, a, you know, one of those notebooks. I always carry my bag with me. It's It feels excessive at times, but when I need it and I need to jump in there and write something down, I'm so glad I did. And same with my same with my phone um, when I'm working out and running because then I can <laughs> sometimes literally mid-run, I will stop a podcast and I will I will voice in something and be like, don't forget this. And yep. then it's on. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull out my notes real quick. Like if I'm at the gym because I'm listening to podcasts too yep. or like – Actually, what I do when, at the gym is I'll start a podcast before I leave the house because I walk to my gym. Oh, yeah. This is a couple blocks down. And then I'll like get my warm-up sets in. And then when I go for the heavy sets, I'll switch to like freaking DJ Khaled and just <laughs> kill it. <laughs> and then win. But if I have an idea, I'll just pull out my notes and I'll type it in the notes real quick. Yep. And then I take a screenshot of it so that it ends up in my photos because I do so much like multimedia stuff that I'm always in my pictures Yep. that I know that like one, I got the note as a backup, but then two, I'm going to scroll through my photos at some point, point during the day and I'm going to see it. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. See, so this is, I mean, this is both of us being self-aware enough to know how we work and that is not to toot our horn, but that's to say to everybody else out there listening, you really need to start listening and thinking about how you perceive things and how you process things and like start noticing when you're feeling good versus when you're not. And when you've got the energy and when you're creative, because those are the times for you to say they might be different than the way Chris and I approach these things, but where those places are, are the places that you need to be like, ding, 
I need some resources near me to be able to make sure that I'm able to carry this on somewhere else. Yeah. And I just want to re just double back and be like, I'm not saying we have it all figured out and I don't want anybody to listen to this and be like, Oh dude, those guys think they're like the shit or whatever. These are things that I've started doing because I have a problem. Same. You know what I mean? Like there's something lacking and I have the, that if I just, leave it up to just whatever. I'm just not going to get things done and right. that bugs the crap out of me. So these are me. This is me trying to fix myself. Yeah, same. I mean, it's it's <laughs> me and it's Chris and I being posed with this. Well, for me, it's okay. I have a family. I have a business that's opening. I have a hectic, crazy life ahead of myself. And if I don't do something about the way that I can, if I don't get some sort of control around my timeline and my life, then I'm going to be either a bad father or a bad business owner or both bad or just unhealthy. And all three of those things, again, these are, we're just going to like what our values are personally. And also they kind of relate in our business. And we're saying we're not there yet. How do we need to approach what, who we are now to become better? And I guess what I would say to toot our horn is that we care about getting better. Yeah. Always. We care about improvement. And that is something that Chris and I have always seen eye to eye on. We always want to improve something. And there was a a point in my life because I was always kind of anti self-help stuff. Yeah. Because you're like, who the fuck needs self-help? Like, it's what a cheesy feeling. What is this? Like, yeah. you know, um, it reminded me of some. I'm not even going to say what it reminded me of, but it just. Because <laughs> someone's going to write in and be like, you're an asshole. Like, you're mean to me. Yeah, but I'm like, no, dude, regular people don't need that stuff. So I've always wanted to up the ante on things that I have done as hobbies or, or crafts. I was crafts, so I was kind of anti like the self-help thing. Mm-hmm. But this is how I think about it now. It's like, if you're not good at something, you need to pour time into it and you maybe need a coach and you need some guidance. So the way that I look at how I perform in life as a whole it's the same way I'd look at it to where it's like, okay, let's say I want to learn how to speak French. Not going to figure it out on my own. Probably need a tutor. Probably need to work at it, dedicate all kinds of time and like exercise that the brain function. Or let's say right. I want to learn how to do martial arts or MMA. I'm going to need to join a gym. I'm going to need to get a coach. I'm going to need to train. And just the way that we're going to tackle day-to-day life is going to be the same thing. So right. yeah, I'll listen to a bunch of podcasts that'll help me organize my time better i'll like put in some biohacking stuff to make sure that i sleep better and yeah. like eat better and i don't think that's corny anymore i'm like kind of all about it no i mean at the end of the day it's 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 really about what you're willing to sacrifice in order to be better right because you're sacrificing i mean and it's not theoretically a sacrifice it's you choosing to do things that you now believe in that you maybe didn't but it's also it's it is like dropping that potential pride that we once had and be like this is dumb i'm not doing that and being like no it actually is could be helpful it's like somebody who decides they're going to go to therapy and talk to somebody in order to be a better human being right and you're like you don't you're not a crazy person for going to therapy bro right and you're just like i'm a 30 year old man dude yeah. i i know what's up yeah things Come are on, good bro. Yeah. i'm good dude america yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no nobody's good all i need is guns and trucks and i'm <laughs> dialed in it's always sunny what <laughs> podcast do you listen to okay i have a pretty big rotation so yeah. we'll just split it up the i listen to one health show more than not which is the model health show okay it's uh sean stevenson is the host of that and he has the most buttery voice on planet earth dude Hi, it's like the, it's like the podcast voice that you wish you had but his um he wrote a book about sleep 
Oh, right. Yeah. Sleep Smarter was his like best-selling book or whatever. Yep. So I heard him on Entrepreneur on Fire, which is John Lee Dumas's podcast. Right. He's like the I feel like he's kind of like the godfather of podcasting in a way. He podcasts daily, daily episodes, which is, hefty. Which is gnarly. Um, and he's got a lot of good guests and sometimes it's a little scripted and it's a little, it's not for everybody. Yeah, that's for sure. And I even take that in chunks, but I implemented some of Sean's stuff. So I for sure use blackout curtains in my room when I sleep, which has been a game changer for me and getting to bed. So my room at night is just like dark. Like you can't see anything. Blackout curtains are pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. They're deep. And my wife Jenny's like, wow, why do you have to put up that stupid curtain? Because it doesn't really do anything for her. But for me, I just like can't sleep without it, really. Which Dude, sometimes tight. you need to. So I do those podcasts. I really like The Art of Charm. I like The Art of Charm as well. Which is kind of it, way, it's way... different than it sounds. Yeah, way back in the day, it kind of started as like a dating, almost like a pickup podcast. Right. But has just kind of grown to, I don't know, just help you be a the better the best version of yourself that it can be so there's behavioral things body language things that they do um they also do like a boot camp in la yeah social networking just i don't even know how to say it without making it sound sound weird but give it a couple listens go check out the art art of charm i mean they have different people from all over all different walks of life and all different professions who write books and do things and there's been some really impactful ones on, geez, processing and like happiness and per- like people per- in their perception of happiness and why a lot of people aren't happy. I mean, there's some like right. really good stuff in there. I like those. They do a lot those of stuff on um, like how your mindset will kind of backfeed your own beliefs and yeah. like really challenging yourself to make sure that you're really like being as awesome as you think you are. Yeah. Or, you know, what filters do you have that are influencing the way that you view the world and the other people around right. you? And a lot of it is kind of like a check yourself before you wreck yourself, yeah. but not in a bad way. So it just that one helps keep me on point. That one's good. For I sure. Mean- just to talk about one of the, there was one episode, this guy wrote a book about, uh, and I, it was about happiness and people. And it was funny because there's a question that he asked people in a survey and oh, yeah. there's two questions, right? Yeah. And one of them is like, if you, if you could ask a genie for any three wishes, almost nobody asked for happiness. Nobody asked for happiness. But in that same deal, if they pose the questions in multiple choice for you and happiness is one of them almost 80 happiness of people, always wins yeah pick it as the first one yeah they but were talking about self-sabotage right it's crazy yeah they were talking about how it's like we want to be happy like in the back of our minds like it's in our subconscious all the time but there's so many like tangible things that we're after that happiness ends up taking a backseat to all of those yeah. in our brain even though it's when presented with the option of happiness, we always want we it. We always want it. Yeah. It's the most important, but no one, not no one, a lot of people don't make strides or know what's going to ultimately make them happy or put in the work to be happy. Yeah. The majority of people don't put happiness at the forefront of their lives. Yeah. That was a pretty good one. And that was gnarly. I mean, so that's, that's one of, I mean, what was that one? It was called, uh, if you're so smart, why aren't you happy? Yeah. Or something like yeah, that. That was the one. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, good one. So you'll, you'll find a mismatch, a mishmash Mash of, of, of winners like that. And then just interesting ones. And then ones that are just whatever that yeah. you don't align with. Yeah, and they have a lot of stuff for women on there lately too. Oh yeah, stuff which for is, everybody. It was kind of a traditionally like a oh, that's right. male-based podcast, yeah. but they have some female coaches in there. Oh, a lot of female coaches recently. Yeah, they've been good too. 
What do you got on your cheese? Well, those uh, so we listen to a lot a lot of the same ones. I have slightly less time. The only one that I do on top of that is Creating Magic, and there was also one called the Oh geez, where'd it go? Creating Magic is a Lee Cockrell one, and that guy he was the he was in charge of basically all operations for Disney World. Captain Lee. Yeah. Um. And then it's not quite the same. It's I'm going into blog world, but I follow the Disney Institute, and I'm a big believer in the Disney Institute. They train a lot of people, so I'll I'll get involved with like Twitter chats with those guys because they talk about specific topics and approaches, and leaders from all over the world join in on those little chats every so often. But as far as podcasts go, those those are the ones you you mentioned all the the big ones that I'd shoot out to other people. And that I listen to a lot of reality. It's a church group. Reality. <laughs> yep. A lot of self help in there, you guys. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. And then, yeah, I'll just cycle them in. Like whenever I'm going somewhere, it's a podcast. Oh, for sure. It's a podcast. If I'm driving, it's a podcast. If I'm walking, it's a podcast. If I'm just kind of, you know, if I'm moving, probably podcasting. Yeah. Oh, books on tape. In my ears. Dude, books on tape. That's one I do a lot of as well. Yeah, but, what are what are some of I the mean, good it's ones? Again, I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there. You were talking about the one about the dudes who built Basecamp. Um, yeah, um, Terry Z actually hit me to that. It's a uh, 37 Signals yep. rework, is what it's called. Rework, yep. It's got some new takes on business and kind of dispels some of like the old school myths about how you need to run your business and what it means to be an entrepreneur. And right, you know, we're not all just like assholes with weird suits with too much cologne. No, or you don't have are. to be. Some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rework's good. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna keep spouting out about Disney, so it's cool. I'm not gonna. There's a lot of books that people from or around Disney did, and I just I think they're one of the best companies for culture out there. Uh, there is also for those people who are trying to become more self-aware. I was just talking with Chris and and Tanner, who's our first hire at, at Cat and Cloud, about like understanding your personality more and there's a couple online sites that you can look at for little quick free tests to give you kind of like a general idea about more of like how you operate and how you talk and they're surprisingly accurate i was always a skeptic but then i've i've done them more than one time and they are i'm pretty consistently the same person turns out so (laughs) (laughs) 16personalities.com is a good one and then howtofascinate.com they both have personality tests for free that you can take and you can kind of self-analyze yourself a little bit more after that. Which, oh man, personality tests. So uh, where am I going here? Okay, I have taken a bunch of those. Yep. And I'm, they're always dead on. And that's really not surprising to me right. because I think, you know, we they're have the science, we have the know-how and they nail it. And taking the test by itself, it it doesn't matter. It's going to do nothing for you. No. Unless you're able to self like see what you're about. Because I'm like super self-aware. So right. none of this is really surprising to me. Mm. Even like all the negative traits. It's all you do this and you need more of that. And it's like, well, fuck, obviously, dude. <laughs> like, But not everybody is super self-aware. And right. I'm not saying that like I'm so cool because I'm self-aware. Right. I actually hate it because I'm really it makes me really critical of myself mm. because when I'm doing well, I know that I'm doing well. But when I'm not doing my best, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm failing so hard right now. <laughs> but most people probably can't tell. And I'm just like, oh, I'm fucking it up big time. <laughs> Everything's bad. Um, but, it, you know, it's if you're with a group of people and trying to understand how you interact with other people, you need to take that information and do something with it. And right. another thing is like personality tests will give you like some of what your p- 
predispositions are, but that doesn't automatically mean that you're good at those things. That means that if you cultivate some discipline in those areas that you're more likely to succeed in those things, but it's not just like a given. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm good with whatever. So I'm Steve Jobs. Yeah. I took, I took the personality test and I'm basically a genius. So that's it. It says I'm Malcolm Merlin. (laughs) It's (laughs) a mastermind. You have failed this city (laughs) over and over again. No, you're totally right. What's interesting to me is that I look at those from an ownership perspective and I and when I was head of retail at Verve that was something that I started getting interested in because it allows me to kind of look at how people that I'm working with how they communicate and like kind of what can drive them at the heart which is kind of interesting because it doesn't necessarily it's not like a one and done they're not pegged per se but it can help you understand why people do certain things or why they think certain ways and for me that's really valuable but that's like an analytical thing for other human beings. And they have to share that with me. My favorite test result was Ian Levine in the <laughs> sales <laughs> training situation. What are you driven by, Ian? Ian's, I'm not going to put Ian on blast. Ian's a homie. He used to live with us. But um, ask Ian about his personality test. Levine certified. <laughs> Coming at you, son. I wonder if it's changed. That's your plug, Ian. It probably changed a little bit. Hell yeah. no. It's the same for sure, dude. <laughs> he's, he's got a <laughs> dial, dude. Ian's a man. He's a boss. He can lift heavy, too. And he has some killer hair. Killer hair, dude. Fluffed. Style. So, I mean, that's, in a nutshell, that's a lot of information for you to take in. And ultimately, what it comes down to now, if you are feeling any of this stuff, is get a day planner. Pick what you will and, and you know, learn a little bit about yourself. And then start scheduling out your weeks. And also... One secret thing that's not a secret at all. Make sure you schedule free time. (laughs) That's actually something we haven't talked about is scheduling free time. And that allows you to say, for those people who need this, which I do, like, okay, chill. You're okay to chill. Yeah. Turn your brain off. Do whatever you want. Set your alarm if you feel like that's necessary. And like, take your hour to two hours of like, this is, this is me time. Or you could just like, you could even take a nap. You're all. Yeah. I'm taking a nap, dude, because it's free time and do whatever I want. I do what I do, right? I do now. what I do. Yeah. And that's that's in a nutshell. That's like that's like who we are right now. Where? Set deadlines. I mean, we can go for a while. We don't Google go Google like smart goals. Smart is an acronym. And I'm oh, I'm so blanking out on what it is, but Schmert. JLD did a podcast on it. It's the bomb. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Uh, what else? Lee Dumas. Lee Dumas. Is that Tim Ferriss? No. That was just a picture of a human being. The Smart Goals smart Project. Smart Goals. Jeez. Something many artful <laughs> relics try. <laughs> Is that what it means? Smart? Oh, I don't know what we're doing. Smell my A. What else do we have? Really like, what else do we want to throw in here? We're at like... 38 minutes oh no we're good i mean scheduling set yourself deadlines seriously set yourself deadlines always i mean i'm just going to sum up some things always set yourself long-term goals set yourself short-term goals set yourself time to do little portions of your long-term goals all the time make sure you do not feel bad saying no and that takes a lot of practice Okay, I have the smart thing. I pulled it up. Dude, pull it right up. Shame on me for making a plug for something that I actually totally forgot. So smart, S-M-A-R-T. I think this is so real. 
S specific. Like, what do you want to accomplish? Right. You have a goal. These are things that goals need to be measurable. Like, what does success look like? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want to lose 20 pounds in 100 days. Okay. That's that's measurable. Right. Attainable. Can you do it? Is it in, outlandish? Yeah. Like, for me right now, if I'm like, yeah, I want a Lambo. It's like not going to happen right now. I will have a Lambo <laughs> by next year. That's my long-term goal. Relevant. Like how is this particular goal relevant to your overall, like how you success. think about life, overall yep. success? How does it tie in? And then the T is time bound. There needs to be like deadline. a deadline on it. Because if you don't have a deadline for something, let's just be real. It's not going to get done. Love it. There's freaking no chance that it's happening. Dude, my phone is blowing up right now. Yeah, we got some stuff. Chuck hit us up. Chuck hit us up. This guy who we really want to talk to, who we're not going to mention on the internet, wants to talk to us, and that's cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> Excited about that, friend. Well, I mean, I mean, I think that might be the podcast for today. Oh, yeah, that's the podcast for today. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's plenty of information. People need to, to like mull that over and maybe listen a second time and just kind of like decide who they are and how they want to apply or not apply any of this. And, you know, we didn't really talk much about coffee, but we did drink some. We and drank some coffee for those locally. We are serving coffee every Monday still until we open at the companion bake shop on the West side of town from 7 a.m. to 1:30. We have whole bean and tasty coffee and all those tasty things I put on the internet overnight. Oh, it's toast plates with avocado, you know, just crushing the game and the coffee has been tasting really good and I'm loving it. We got to reorder mugs that just came in. So you'll be able to buy mugs at the pop-up now if you want to. That's hot. Kickstarter mugs and teas and everything for all y'all who listen, who donated to our Kickstarter again. Thank you. All that stuff just landed and we are in the process of shipping it out over the next two to three weeks. So get ready. Your goods are coming. I'm very excited. The mugs turned out hot. The shirts turned out hot. The build out's going off right now. The build out literally is going off right now. And uh, one more shameless plug for my friend Lisa Farr at Elixir Coffees. We roasted up some amazing Isaac Bados from Columbia that I'm feeling super hard right now. It's going over. They're doing a subscription service for Elixir. So elixirfindme.com. You can go check that out. And for the rest of our day, Chris, what are we going to do? What do you have planned for the rest of your day? My day is like an editing day. So Thursday is kind of like the day. Today's Thursday, by the way. BT dubs. Yeah. It's the day that I have the most flexibility. Yep. It's because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are kind of crusher. So we do the pop-up on Monday. Yep. Set up and break down, which is kind of a big day. And then Tuesday is I open the bake shop and then I we roast in the afternoon. All day. Which we drive to San Juan Batista. Shout out to Vertigo Coffee Roasters for letting us roast on their thing. Wednesday, I work at the bake shop again and then kind of do a lot of like emailing and stuff yep. at the end of the day. So Thursday is kind of like a free day. So I'm going to edit a bunch of video. I have like three projects going and I have some fun time scheduled yeah, you for do. skateboarding. Nice. For sure. And then more emails to yep. round out the end of the day. Dude, emails. I know I started with some emails. I have more emails to do. I did my fun time. We've now podcasted. Uh, and then I'm I'm continuing to read through a book called Be Our Guest and kind of just be our guest, be our yeah, guest. It's, it's exactly where it's from. Put our coffee to the <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a lot of the wisdom from there and kind of looking at uh, applying it in my own way to our, our company with, with my friends, <laughs> Chris and Charles and Tanner. It's going to be a great time. 
Uh, oh, and I'm also doing. I'm working on labels today too. Oh yeah, labels starting on bags. labels. Yeah, it's starting to get very. Real. We have our menu nailed out. We do our opening our, menu. Our opening menu labeled. Which labeled? Is, labeled. We have our opening label menued. We have both of those things going. So the coffee lineup's looking hot. Coffee lineup is looking hot. Uh, yep, it's a lot of planning, and then I have a wedding in Santa Barbara that I leave to tomorrow morning. So, uh, hey, shout out to the man who got us started on our podcast, dude, Patrick, Patrick Melroy. Melroy. Patrick Melroy is getting married. Let me be the first to say to you, happy anniversary. Aww. <laughs> first time that's ever been said, huh? Patrick Melroy wrote us on the contact form last week. He He's such a, a sweet guy. Yeah, he has a coffee subscription. He's just like, hey, just wanted to reach out and say you guys are doing great and so proud to see where you guys have come. And Patrick, dude, thank you. You really got us set up straight with this podcasting game and we appreciate you for that. Yeah, and for all the rest of you guys who listen and, and give us love, thank you so much. Again, we got the answer online. We got subscriptions online. We got some fun stuff coming in hot. Mugs are going to be back online. We'll put those back up for anybody who wants to order one. It's going to be tight. And again, if you got questions, they keep streaming in or anything. Hit us up, info at catandcloud.com because we are very proud to be with you. And we love you very much. Because I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. All right, guys, this has been the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. Chris Baca and Jared Truby, Santa Cruz, California, living the life. As always, shout out to Charles Jack, who is crunching those numbers like a beast. He's crunched so hard. We will see you on the flip side. Yay, yay. The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Califia Farms. They have been putting together the finest cold brew, ready-to-drink beverages mixed with non-dairy milk alternatives. Their coffees come from Central America and Colombia, and they are roasted to make those beverages creamy beige and delicious for all y'all. Check them out because they are pushing it to the next level with their texture, their flavor, and all-around encompassing happiness that goes into each one of these drinks. All right, y'all. Have a good day.